0: Right, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and my co host, a very good friend, he's Dave.
1: Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK Season 8, Episode 1. Chris, we're back. We're back <laughs> <laughs> after like, what, a day? But, um,. Oh, where do you want to start today? Well, <laughs> well, you know what,
0: Dave? It was a long episode, the first one. I, I can report that the next episodes this week are just going to be an hour. Uh, we're including adverts, so it was an hour and thirty-five minutes in the UK. And uh, I, I did fall asleep for the last forty minutes, Dave. I do apologise, <laughs> but I did catch up today. Um, look, it's just maths. We've we've got currently watching, aren't we? Like you know, my mum, your dad, and completely different, different show. Different format, and this starts off. And I was like, Oh, we're back, we are back on the Sten and Hack at <laughs> uh, the Sten, the Sten and Hag dudes. I was going to say, Dave, I mean, that's very well. The Hen and Stag dudes, Chris. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> don't we? let's not like, even expand on that day, but anyway, um, I do apologize. So, we do get it. Paul comes in speaking, and we've got a uh, Millic- uh, Mel and the other lady there, there chatting away, and it's all woo, yeah, yeah, and all this stuff. And you get to meet some of the characters, and uh, first of all, we get to meet Ella, who's um, trans, you know, LBTQ plus um, contestant. There's a bit of backlash with that, Dave, saying, "Is it, are they going to, you know, handle this situation correctly?" Because in like the Aussie one and, and previous shows, it's never been uh, handled correctly. So that's mm. going to be quite interesting. I know. They are playing the narrative, and we'll get into that ep- when we get to that episode, which I think will be probably this evening. That um, her partner, who she picks, or they, you know, they pick. Actually, or he's already aware, but for the show, they're going to play it up. So he's been a bit of backlash on that. But it's going to be interesting how that all plays out, how they handle it as a show, and you know, just shit unfairly because at the end of the day, it's inclusion, which the way of the world now, Dave. And you know, at the end of one of them things that is fully warranted. We've said for ages, Love Island doesn't have never had any gay couples or anything has it so it's never gone down that route it's just been purely heterosexual mm. relationships so this is this is for us as well this is a, a, something that we've never maneuvered within the show have we so it's just a really interesting take from ourselves and how like the public
1: reacts to it as well yeah yeah it is in, in one way it's quite progressive but like you say I just hope they handle it well let's see. I mean, it's it's a step and, you know, learning isn't always linear. So um, let's see how that goes. I still think of all the different shows that we've done, I think Singletown is probably the, the most progressive. But I tell you what, it's not as progressive as Chris Naked Attraction.
0: <laughs> so i still can't get sam to watch that she's just having none of it <laughs> but
1: it is i mean you have every different combination there so you know very very inclusive i suppose with the with the casting they have to be a little bit don't they? you know to <laughs> they, not everyone on the on this island uh wants to sign up to that uh, obviously not even yourself, Chris, uh, who had the opportunity. So <laughs> did, Dave. Yeah. It was very cold, Dave. Um, <laughs> very
0: cold. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the couples then, Dave. So we got the first two weddings in this uh, episode. And, you know, I-, I will say, Dave, we just, you know, we watched the Aussie one and that's the last one we've covered. And we had Bronzy and Harrison. And the first couple we meet, is Arthur and Laura, mainly Laura. She comes on. For me, she was stuck up her own arse. You know, I love a Chelsea boy. I love this. She speaks posh. She was chatting away about how she likes the different people. And then in between her talking, we then get Paul and that talking about how they vetted, you know, these contestants, made sure they got the right person. And then they put with Arthur, who is completely the opposite of everything she'd asked for, Dave. I know it's like, pin The donkey, you know, pin the tail on the donkey. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, oh, hang on, we've got this right. We, but the way that Laura was talking, I was like, holy shit, she's gonna be at proper high maintenance. However, the story about a dad, and that was awful when she was 19, Dave. You know, that was that was a real, uh, you know, there was some personality there because at the, for the first couple of minutes of me, I felt she was playing a character and someone we've seen. Very much like the blonde girl in the last Mass Australia day. Do you remember? She treated the guy like shit. It Was like stand in the corner, stand on the window. You're not getting what's she called? Oh, remember?
1: God, the nurse.
0: The nurse, yeah. And she was having, oh. and then she went a bit
1: with the fucking the weird Tanya guy or something. Was it? I can't have a bloody name now. Uh, so, it was, so, so was so. the other girl,
0: wasn't she? Tarney was yeah. the, You know what I mean, though. though I like know the blonde what you mean, one. Yeah, yeah. But but so
1: th- there's been an array of them. So I, I was actually thinking Becca. Yes. Do you remember yes. the one who got the Yeah, yeah, caught out, yeah. The, He's the, my the brother. Video. Really? Yeah. 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 We've seen them videos. <laughs> no, we haven't. No, we haven't, right? <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. Oh, honestly, Chris, when she was the more she was talking and, and the stuff with her dad, okay, that you know, fair play, that that is tragic. But just everything else that spewed out of her mouth, I just found so distasteful. And I was thinking that it's funny because we're watching uh, My Mum, Your Dad in parallel, but I'm rooting for a lot of those people. I'm I'm rooting for those people to find a relationship, find the person they want and, and you know, break down all the kind of walls that they put up over the years and stuff. And when she's going on, I'm just like, oh, you're a fucking see you next Tuesday. I mean, what an absolute superficial twat. You know, yeah. oh, I love a Chelsea boy, me and this, that, and the other, and fucking. There's one bloke in here. I don't. I think we'll see him later in the week. But he says, "Oh, I probably describe myself as a bit of a Tory." I was like, "Well, you're a fucking absolute cunt then aren't you?" <laughs> so, you know, and, and I just honestly, I was, I was filled in the uh, partially in this episode Chris with just that impotent rage of just like oh you bunch of bastards but it's all in the the skilled casting though isn't it you know it's no good if they they have some nice people on there Or, or you've got to have a few sacrificial lambs to throw in there you know but but you need your villains as well to mix things up so yeah I think I think definitely um you know she did she said a few nice words, you know, when she found out Arthur came across to the country, didn't know the language or anything. Uh, She seemed to soften a little bit, but I don't think she's going to get away from this. Uh, basically this superficial character and you know what chris i'd love for a fucking ex-husband to come in or something (laughs) and give his (laughs) side to the story because he was like oh yeah we're in lockdown and the way i interpreted it was basically we'd figured out that when we're not you know cruising the fucking cocktail bars in chelsea that, that we've got fuck all in common and don't actually like each other and we're both as shallow as each other so you know i'd love to hear his side of the story as well poor Arthur I mean he he seems like he's got um he's not without his ego either but just in a different way you know he likes his muscles he's a tennis coach and stuff isn't he but and he did say that you know he likes going around Chelsea and stuff with his mates but I I just don't think I I don't see any future for this couple it's all just these are uh, there for the drama these ones Chris 100%.
0: Oh, 100%. And when we get like, you know, like you say, we meet Arthur's family, he's Polish uh, and immigrants and that, and they come into the country and he's chatting away. And then you've got like her getting ready. And then when, when, when they get to the church, right? <laughs> She's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so he stood there. Her friends are horrid, by the way, Dave. It's a, a genuine reflection. They reminded yeah. me a little bit of fucking Micah's friends off. But he loves his blind that we've just covered yeah, and stuff. Season you know, four, yeah, yeah so horrible people. Just if you've got that toxic energy, they just seem like really, I don't know, just bitchy, nasty pieces. together, don't they? Yeah, just like all the shithouses together, Dave. Not my sort of people at all. But, you know, he he's there. He's a good looking lad, like you say. She comes in. You know, she's pretty, Dave, but I think she's got a high opinion of herself. I don't think she's absolutely stunning. I think she's pretty. He's good looking. I don't aesthetically, like a good match. However, fuck me, she has not got a poker face. An absolute pan of piss face there, wasn't it? She was trying everything. She was, what I don't like is them sly looks over her shoulder at her mates who say, yeah. oh, fuck me. But then also, I didn't think he was very good because he was doing the same thing. He was looking at his mates. He may have been a nursing for both of them. When he did his speech, when he said <laughs> I love you, <laughs> and then it comes out, he found it on the internet. Did he say please turn over? I was waiting for him to say, like, I love you, please turn over. You know, like <laughs> he's reading not of you. I was all team after up to that point, and I was fucking crying, laughing. Like- <laughs> <You> absolute <laughs> fucking dick. Honestly, what a brilliant delivery, Dave. The fact that he admitted he found it on the internet, I was pissing myself.
1: Well, I I think there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. So I must admit, you know, the, these weak ones, I'm not a fan of. However, you know, maths, especially in the last Australian one, even episode one, you know, it, it brung it, didn't it, with Bronte and Harrison? You know, straight in there with the drama. But by this point, I was kind of getting a not bored, but just you know, it's just a, a fairly calm watch. And then he declared his love for her. I'm like, Fucking hell, you've shot your bolt a bit early there, haven't you? Let Fucking you hell, hell. What what would you do there? But now love. to be, <laughs> to be <laughs> it still baffles me. <laughs> now, to be fair, Chris, I'm sure. You know, I mean, it, it's a long old time since you'd have delivered your groom's speech, isn't it? But I, yeah. I'm sure you've, you've delivered a best man's speech or two. Did you peruse the internet to try and get inspiration for that speech? Well... Because I no, fucking did. Yeah, and, and, and I will say, Dave,
0: her speech, Laura's speech, that bit about the three things, I've heard that before. So she's slagging him off for going on the internet. but how dare him? But that thing about... These three things you want out of a partner, you know, or, or whatever it is. And the last one's like, you want, you know, want them to mold them or whatever you do. And she said, obviously, we've, we've sidestepped the first two. But that initial three stages of a partner that like you would look for the ideal partner, I've heard that before. And I was thinking that when she's getting all higher and mighty. However, she did put her own spin on it. Not like, mm. <laughs> it yeah. so at
1: But But that's the thing. She was having a go at him for getting it off the internet. We're still talking about the speech, by the way. Yeah. So,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm like, surely every fucker at least consults with the internet, you know, the oracle of the internet, and just says, you know, give me some ideas for a, a groom's speech or whatever. And then you, the, the bit that he's missed is you're obviously supposed to tailor it, <laughs> 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 not just download the first one that you see uh, and do it word for word. But But to be honest... Do you not feel like because of that, it's so ridiculous. And it's like, oh, English isn't my first language. I don't know, mate. You speak it pretty well. Not yeah. not like so bad. It wouldn't be like someone handing us a, a transcript in French and you just deliver the words having no idea what they mean. It seems set up to me, that one, Chris.
0: Yeah. I'd, and I'll tell you why as well, Dave, that I did feel, and this is one of the things I threw in like my little notes is, it, it reminds you a little bit of Bronte and Harrison. I know the context mm-hmm. of what happened with Bronte and Harrison at the wedding when that girl pulled her and she, you know, the cameras are on her, but her friends, he went over talking to her friends and then a mix. he found it on the internet. He's like, why would you do that? And then we set up the cameras perfectly for two of her friends. One of them didn't know or acted like she didn't know. And then she's outraged. Now for Laura, it's a guy out of jail free card, isn't it? She's like, oh, well, this guy, I don't like this guy anyway. put me the wrong person that's it I'm done but I can already see like you said this is going to be the couple where she may fall in about a couple of weeks but they'll never be correct I cannot see these two lasting and and I do think you're right I think it was a little bit of producer uh, work at play there definitely
1: yeah I I think so as well and you know he's, he's missed a trick here Chris because obviously in 2023 the world's discovered AI and chat GPT. So I hadn't planned this, but (laughs) I just thought, I wonder, can chat GPT write me a quick best man, a quick groom's speech? So I've just literally typed in, write me a one paragraph groom's speech. So here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Today I stand before you with a heart brimming with love and gratitude. I am beyond blessed to have Bride's name by my side, and I am profoundly thankful for your presence here, witnessing the union of two souls. To my beautiful Bride, you are the greatest gift life has bestowed upon me, and I promise to cherish, support, and love you endlessly. I want to thank our families and our friends for their unwavering support and love. Let us raise our glasses to the adventure that lies ahead, to a lifetime of shared dreams and cherished moments, and to the love that binds us together. Cheers. Fucking chat GPT, Chris. <laughs> he should have fucking just done that. Was, <laughs> and he, he wouldn't have I was declared it. Yeah. I'm not even getting married. It's <laughs> a wonderful speech. <laughs> fucking it awesome just- tool. Oh, no, it is. Oh, it's
0: uh, No, I've never used that, Dave. I use my own authenticity, if you don't mind, with certain things. But, uh, no, it is. It's a great tool. But, yeah, he is a fucking tool of Arthur, isn't he? You know, like, completely <laughs> got it. Um, and they were the highlight of the show for me because, obviously, we had Jay and Luke, didn't we? And uh, Jay, obviously, she's got a disability. She can tell she's so... Uh, down on herself, which you quite rightly would be. She's been treated differently by people. It's ruined relationships. She never feels she's going to find love. Mm. And I just felt that, like, total comparison. I was rooting for Jay and Luke. I was like, what you know? And they always do that, don't they? The first episode, you're like, oh, we've got a pair of bell and then we got a really nice couple. And they seem to be that you know that Jay's story was was heartwarming. her sisters there's back up and and. Yeah, I like the dynamic of them, Dave. They, they were like genuinely felt a little bit like My Mum, Your Dad, where you sort of rooted mm. for a couple. But at the moment, and this is the first episode, it could all change, but they seem like really, really nice people compared to the other two.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know. I'm not, not going to make any predictions because, do you remember in the last season and you had uh, Gemma and what was his name? Oh, that fucking, fucking tattooed one who's oh, a nightmare in the end. Was. Uh, fucking bell, Matt. Matt, yeah, that was it, Matt. Yeah, I, from that first day, you're like, "Oh, these two look seem great together." Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of had that same sort of feeling with Jay and Luke, but you know, I mean, she she'd had a kind of background that, like you say, she'd had uh, different things happen to her. You know, growing up and and you know, sounded pretty horrible, but. I mean, Luke sounded like he'd been in a a, a kind of bad relationship as well, hadn't he? And, you know, he he was quite rocked by that, it sounded like. But then, you know, when they met each other, it it seemed like, I I don't want to say love at at first sight, Chris. But, I mean, they they did seem to genuinely have that attraction. But then Jay was kind of, you can tell she's used to, like, almost playing it down. Yeah. You know, she yeah. she's just waiting to be rejected or waiting to be hurt. And so it was only like the interve- uh, intervention of a mate, really, who's like giving him a bit of a grilling. And uh, you know, she was able to get out of him, you know, that he really fancies her and stuff. And so, you know, she relays the message, and suddenly Jay's like, All right, oh, maybe this can work then. So I I just found it weird because I was trying to think, well. You're meeting this person for the first time. What, what do you want him to act like? Do you want him to act like fucking Sid James? Would that be better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Just give her the old... Whoa. You know, he's sort of being, I don't know, just natural to me. Yeah. But I, I, I guess it's part of her insecurity that, that was kind of shining through there and, and just thinking that you know he's above her is the way it came across
0: yeah and and I think you're right the vulnerability of like you know this this isn't true this isn't true at all you know he can't like me and then she needed that validation didn't she and, and that's what I mean it's weird isn't it maths because you don't know what the contestants are going to be like it's literally the first episode we get to see some of the other brides and grooms that are going to in the episodes but you don't know the old talk a good game but yeah i, I, I hope it, i hope his intentions are correct dave because we've had this before in the last series you had it, it was i was saying about the bloody the, the, oh the, the terrible list the Aussie one the girl who had the cystic fibrosis and then the mm-hmm. guy was all over and they looked like a great couple didn't they and then they, he ended up just wanting to go and fucking shag trees in the middle of the outback and stuff and then obviously that blonde girl as well, he had a little bit with Cam on it. Was it Cam? Cam. That fucking, was it. Yeah, uh, yeah. What a bell and he was. Um, so uh, Linda, is it Linda? Lind- I think someone like that. It's coming back to I me, Dave. I so. Someone like that. It's coming back to me. But yeah, they look like a great couple on the first episode. And after that, you were like, oh my God, you know, the- he's-, he's not right for it at all. So let's hold judgment because I did feel he was a bit too quick. To jump in there you know like with some of the things he was saying it seems mm. to just be people pleasing so let's see if like this is true and it, look it's what we need we need drama but I don't think Jay for me I don't think she could handle the rejection if he did that to her for being honest
1: I don't know you know I I, I get the feeling she's probably developed a bit of a thick skin over the years so you know I'm sure she'd be absolutely fine but I, I agree You, it, it's easy isn't it You know, they, they go through the audition process. They get selected. You know, they're on the best behavior. They're doing the whole setup, you know, the background piece before the wedding day and stuff. And it's easy to chameleon yourself there isn't it and put your best foot forward and and it's when (laughs) it's when they they start to get ground down by the whole process that that's when we see the real person come out i mean again i I, you say that but with fucking laura (laughs) i mean i guess she feels like that is her putting her best foot forward um whereas i'm pretty sure most of the viewers were like you and i like you're a fucking bellin. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, you're right. You're right. And then look, first episode, we wanted to jump on didn't We just throw it out there, what we've seen. We, we're we going to see where it lands. I have said, I'm going to repeat it, guys. I am going away pretty quick. So the second week's probably going to be a wipe out, but we will be watching and catching up because it's must, Dave. And I'm pretty certain while I'm away, you're going to be messaging me, going, "You're not going to believe this," and I'm going to go, "Dave, stop it, stop it right now." But uh, no, anything else to say, mate,
1: before we go? No, I, th- I think I'd say, like, say, a bit of a, I, I I'd say it's a, an okay, it's middling, isn't it? You know, as an episode one. It's hard to gauge how how is the season going to go from here. Uh, there's a pretty high bar from the last Australian season. so and, and even the last UK season was quite high on drama, wasn't it? So it, it'll be interesting where this one goes. Can't wait.
0: No, good stuff, good stuff. And thanks, everyone, for listening and asking if we're going to cover it. Of course we're going to cover Maths UK. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com, go to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. As always, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honor is Danielle, Caroline, Kim, Amanda, Larissa, Helen, Macy, Nicola, Emma. Fiona, Cassie, Megan, Kate, Nick, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Casey, Dee, Susan, Lauren, Lucky at the Green, and Ken Stars. So thank you so much, guys, for your support as always. We really appreciate it. And we are up and running straight into another series, Dave. But this is, without doubt, one of the best. But I am side-watching My Mum, Your Dad, so I'm up to date with that as well. I have been enjoying that as well.
1: Yeah, did you see yesterday's? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, still... I I was right in the predictions, but uh, yeah, let's see. We're going to release another Patreon episode at the end of the week and give our thoughts on on that as well. No, it's excellent
0: stuff. And thank you, mate. Really good stuff. So anyway, let's go, Dave, because Maths is on
1: very soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks (laughs) to all our listeners out there. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye.